Welcome everybody to the Outside Edge, a podcast about all things water sports and extreme athletes and extreme people. We like to talk about the fun, the good, and the craziness going on in the world today and everything in between it. I am your host, Dave Briscoe. Wow, got them all this time. <laughs> Joined by my producer, Mikey Lee. Woo-hoo! Oh, I love you guys. You're despicable. Oh, shut your mouth. Freaking Looney Tunes. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good, man. And, uh, and, we're joined by a very special guest today. Yeah. Do you know who it is? It's the, she's riding side saddle today. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Roy. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> it's, it's her mic live. Hello, Jess. Hi. How are you? Oh. Great. How are you? She's just going to be our police. She's going to be our referee today. Well, she's got a lot to say about the very first segment of this podcast today. Yeah. So let's talk, let's get right into it. Let's go. Let's do it. We this weekend we decided to take the podcast in a little bit different direction, especially for the bonus episode. Um, uh, the bonus episode, by the way, was probably the most fun I've had on a boat in a long time. I, you know, and like I'm getting we, a lot of positive feedback. Like, oh, everybody, are you? Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Good. A lot of people liked it because they they could feel they felt like they were on the boat with us. So basically, what we did is what we do every time we finish a episode for the weekend is we went out in the boat. And uh, as everybody knows, I live on the chain of lakes in Winter Haven. There's uh, 21 lakes all connected by canals. And uh, there's a lot of fun going on out there, especially right now. You know, summer's almost back. We're coming into Memorial Day weekend, and we decided to take the podcast to the water. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. And we, um, luckily, with the technology of today's phones and everything, it was easy to capture everything. And we started off in the canals. And of course, you know, we had to go get a rum runner. Of course, that's like the very first thing you do. I think when you're Brady on the Judd has made it like a necessity. It's I a, don't know if he has, but if rules. he hasn't, he should. He should. Um, as long as you drink safe. I don't know what it is, and I got to be honest. I, long, long before I ever moved to Winter Haven, and uh, and and tried a Caribbean Bay Rum Runner, I knew what they were, and I knew how good they could be. Uh, and I think the first one I ever tried was in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. You yeah. said on the boat that day that your favorite was down on Duval Street. Well, Fat Tuesdays. Right. Right. Because, um, uh, and there is a Fat Tuesdays in uh, New Orleans as well. Sure. But uh, I don't know what Caribbean Bay does, but they've, they've got it. Well, typically. Like, uh, it, 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 I, I'm not going to say that it beats the Rum Runners that I get on, yeah. New or- on, on uh, Bourbon Street in New Orleans, but it's goddamn close. Well, I mean, it is a really good Rum Runner. And everybody, everybody tries to make one. That is super good that yeah. everybody's going to love and come back to. But Caribbean Bay has actually been able to make a rum runner that not only is super good, but that everybody knows that it's super good. Yeah. Like that's where you go. It is so popular that they have a freezer that is dedicated to cups that are already made. Already made. So that whenever you order yeah. four or five of them, they just pull them out and they just start handing them out. The only thing and that all, sucks, all they do though, is put a yeah. floater on it and hand well, it to you. Well, there's the difference. So, so right now they are not open to 25% like restaurants because they're a bar. Right. They don't right. serve food. They so, have no food. Yeah. So they can't put the straw in the drink because they're giving it oh, to you right, out the window. Yes. And they can't put the floater in the straw. But don't they put it on top? I mean, I just assumed that they would put it on top, put the lid I'm on, sure. and hand it to you. They might, but it's not the, when it's in the straw and you forget. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you take that's that the first best. pull. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. 
Jess knows what we're talking about on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're a bartender. What's the secret to making a good rum runner? Ooh. You bartended for a while. A rum runner is, uh, literally, you can have any. You could just start adding things. They have seven different types of rum is what they advertise at Caribbean Bays. Gosh, this mic is like my Nana on my boobies. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of so- Hold on. Wait, I'm going to fix it for her. Hold on. <laughs> so they have seven different types of rum in the uh, Caribbean Bay uh, rum runner. And it's frozen. And what is cool right now is they have a drive-up window. So you come up by boat, and it's right in the canal. You never even have to get out of your boat. And you pull up to that drive-up window. They have them in the freezer, as Mike said, pre-made, ready to go. We literally pulled up, and you'll see it. We put it on the um, on the uh, Facebook page, and we put it on the uh, both of them, on my personal one and on the outside edge. And you see us actually pulling right up to the window. There's boats everywhere. And we had five of them ordered, and there was no wait. I mean, it was quicker than McDonald's. They, so- they boom, handed us five of them. I want to know now that we do have Jess's mic fixed, um, how or what is, do you know, as a bartender, what are the liquors that are in there? I can't disclose that. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) Top secret. It is. It's very top secret. But okay. Okay. You can't tell us what is in that, but what is in a typical rum runner? Rum. Great. (laughs) All right, oh, well, well <laughs> Cotton, it's a bold strategy. Yeah. Let's see how it yeah. works out for her. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, I, all right, I can say this. I know that rum, rum runners, from my understanding, usually have... Uh, they usually have a light dark. A light dark, a banana liqueur, um, some kind of a strawberry. A what? Wine. Oh, a wine. wine. There's a okay. wine in there? Huh, mm, didn't know that Interesting, one. okay. Um, there's usually grenadine, a, uh, grenadine, right? Yeah. There could be a, v- they probably spit in it. Literally, could, you know what happens? I'm trying to is, get her to, to is, jump in on to anyone, <laughs> anyone liquor that I might say is, you know, the bar mats at the end of the night. Yeah. D- dump, dump it all in. No! <laughs> That's a long Come island on. iced tea. <laughs> oh! yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I love Rum Runners. Yeah, I think it was amazing. great. It, so yeah, we, it was we, a good time. We stopped. It was a hot day. It's like summer's back. You know, it's 90 plus. We're sweating. So it's a nice chilly drink. It's like a. am I'm know. sure that we've uh, spent entirely too much time on it. But uh, but we we did go. We had rum runners. Then we went and interviewed some people at uh, Lakeside. Well, we Canada's. ran into everybody because now we the, the yeah the as of this Monday uh, Memorial Day, I believe restaurants go in Florida from twenty five percent occupancy to fifty. So nice. uh, yeah, which is great. But the, the beautiful thing about Tanners is they have a massive outdoor area, and in the outdoor area, there's no 25% restriction. Yeah. So they had the band playing, which is Travis Williams, is a good buddy of ours. Yeah. And uh, Travis plays with a bunch of different bands, one of them, which is Acoustical Jam um, and uh, Acoustical Dose. I'm sorry. Acoustic. Acoustic, acoustic dose. dose. Yeah. Acoustic yeah, dose. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Acoustical uh, Jam Adrian. sounds like something you get when you have sex with a guitar player. <laughs> That's that's not, that's not good. It can happen. It, it, it is, oh, they have no. a shot for that now, luckily. 
But uh, yeah, so Travis was there. We interviewed him a little bit before, right as he was getting on stage, which is great. Yeah. And then right behind him was Paul Bonifay, which is Parks' uncle, Black Sheep Bonifay. And we talked to him for a bit about his tours and all the stuff that he's doing on the water. And then we, we ran into a bunch of people. So it's a really good episode. And uh, we highly encourage you to yeah. uh, subscribe on Patreon, please. Patreon.com slash the outside edge. Uh, look, two bucks. And yeah. that's and a lot of people are doing all of these uh, 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 subscription services right now. Sure. Um, you don't understand how much all of this equipment costs. And if you enjoy the episodes and you want to hear more, you want to hear some more fun stuff. We do it. We do it on Patreon. Please go there and two dollars a month is all it takes. And we I'm not have, working right now, so yeah. feel free to put more than two dollars a month. We do we do have yeah, we do have different tiers and we're also looking for advertisers. So if anybody who owns a uh, a ski shop or a boat shop or you 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 work on boats or you you make docks or you, you do anything that has to do with working out on the water, we would love it if you would join us on Patreon. We can work out a deal where if you subscribe for a certain amount, we will make sure that you're mentioned in every podcast. Yeah, we give you a little love. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, please check us out. It's patreon.com slash the outside edge. Yeah, forward slash the outside edge. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that would be great to get you out there. But I think you'd really enjoy this episode. It was real unique the way we did it. It flowed really nice. And uh, here's the thing that I think that we need to get to. And and, and you haven't even mentioned it yet. I know. I know. I'm I'm waiting. I can't wait for you to start making fun of me (laughs) because I could not disc. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. Like my own girlfriend yeah. is sitting behind you. Yeah. Well, because she <laughs> she feels that she holds a record, right? And she holds the Mary Meeting Lake record on the oh, disc. Oh, does she? She beat my sister Paula on spins on, and the very same disc. Really? She was probably yes. 12, 11? Uh, no, I, I was 18 when I did that oh, one. 18. Okay. Yeah. All right. You were 18 mm-hmm. and on you, that were, same you were spinning on the disc that I tried to get up on and couldn't. Oh, it was same classic. It was, wow. we, there is some video somewhere. I, I think Zach got some that we'll have to see. if Zach he, does have a few videos that he sent over. Yeah. yeah. And so, I looked at him and I decided those needed to go burn in hell. Mike was, um, <laughs> he was way overserved though. He wasn't just the rum runners. He had gotten into <laughs> a few shots of, and I was like, Mike, I don't know if this is a great idea right now. I goes, was, Give me that freaking disc. How good? How good? Where's your hair, everybody? Where's where it? Where, I don't even know. Oh, my God. He demand, demanded that I take him out on that disc. I wanted to right do there. it, damn it. And then he wanted to do it his own way. First. So he starts off. I gave him an instruction in the boat. Oh, I laying found, down. I where found it? it. Hold where on. Is it? There it is. There we go. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Jesus. Why did it take me so So he went from his, his belly to his knees, and he got to his knees a couple times. And uh, The knees were fine. Yeah, I could get up knees. on my knees every yeah. time. I got up on my knees the very first time, yeah. and I was there, and then it was the idea of trying to put... Okay, so... You're cutting off your air supply what? like you do when you tie your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn your microphone off back there. Um, no, it was the idea of, it was the idea of what you tried to get me to do was put my left hand down and my left leg up. And to me, that doesn't make sense. I think of put your right hand down and your left leg up because because I'm a, I'm an, I'm a wrestler. If you're not getting pulled by a boat. Exactly. (laughs) And I think that's some of the, that's something I had to let go of. Yeah. Because I used to wrestle in high school, and and when you started on all fours, which was one of the starting position, uh, you you had to bring your right arm up and your left arm up. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, not wrestling. Like, 
Yeah, I know. Even and though you were wrestling with the disc. I was wrestling like a motherfucker. <laughs> but here's the thing, and I swear to God, and this is why it upsets me so much. I played high school sports. I was a wrestler. I played football. Yeah. I even played basketball, baseball, and soccer. All of those in my lifetime. I'm a fairly, not looking at me now, you wouldn't go, oh, that's, that's an obvious athlete. <laughs> you wouldn't. But I would say that I am, at, I mean, at least, at, at least sensible enough to understand and grasp a sport. Yeah. I'm not going to be an NBA player. I'm not going to be an NFL player. How many player, of these other sports but did I you could, do hammered? Uh, well. <laughs> but go. that's my point. It's like that's why it's so frustrating to me. It's like I played all of these. I know them. I can I can legitimately uh uh, you know, go out there and hold my own. Let's get you on if the we disc. Were to do a, if we were to do a, a softball league, yeah. you know, an outside edge softball league, sure. I, would, I could play that fucking game. Yeah. But if you get me on a if disc. If you keep dropping the I, F on, my mother is going to strangle oh you. Oh, my God. I'm Say so you're sorry, sorry right now. I'm so sorry. Apologize to Betty. She's I'm listening. Sorry. Nana. Nana. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it frustrates me to no end. That expresses yeah. my frustration because I should be able to do this. And I, for you some can. reason, cannot. You, you can do it. For, you just, you got to do it before we start drinking. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the fun in that? <laughs> I mean, if you don't we, get out You'll there, never know. You may never know. <laughs> you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you back up there. We'll, we'll, we'll get back on that thing and. So what we're we're coming into um, we're coming into Memorial Day weekend and yeah you want you want let's we can do I'm that. ready are you ready for yeah, a break let's tap let's into do a break, break. We'll tap he into doesn't break. know shit about water sports but he found a way to fit in it's time for the break with Mike Lee all right Dave uh, I don't know if you know about this but uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world other than water sports what it is true I know I know it's crazy. Uh, I don't, how are you guys, what are you thinking about doing? Uh, are you thinking about doing a summer trip? Uh, yeah, I actually am. My, uh, my cousin Dale last year, he has a, a new summer place up in New Hampshire yeah. and I was promoting a boat last year and happened to, to I want to go see his new summer place. And I have another cousin that wasn't doing so well. He needed some outlet time. So we went and had a lobster bake up in, uh, up in New Hampshire and we're talking about doing that again. Yeah, well, despite all of the COVID-19 stuff and the restrictions, 88% of us plan to take at least one trip this summer. Sure. Of course, everybody's assuming that it's safe. Uh, what is the top of your list? You said you're, you're going to go do what with your buddy? Again? I'm going to go up to New Hampshire and see my family for a lobster That's egg. exactly what it is. Number one answer is going to visit family. Oh. Yeah. The number one thing that people are planning is visiting family. So no matter what, people are planning on getting out there and doing their thing, uh, whether it was a mask or no mask or restrictions or whatever, they want to get out of their houses. And the number one thing they want to do is visit their family. Well, there you go. Uh, in the top five trips to the beach or a vacation home, which Jessica and I have actually talked about. Right. Uh, she's got a couple of extra vacation days. She was like, hey, you want to take off on I'll take off on Friday. We leave. We go to you know Daytona or wherever and just spend the weekend. Go to the beach. Uh, number four is cross country trips or places uh, that are more than one state away. Like sure. uh, uh, in October, 
we're planning on driving up to New Orleans. You ever been up to New Orleans? Oh, many times. Many times to New Orleans. I love New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans is crazy. Yeah. It's uh, right up my alley. Uh, number three is visiting friends. And the number two, trips to landmarks in your own state. And then, of course, the number one answer is visiting uh, family. Yeah, so, I mean, I imagine you go out to Wyoming right now and not worry too much about COVID. Yeah, you know, or, but but here's the thing. Like, uh, Eric, my uh, my morning co-host yeah. at, the, at the full-time job, he had a trip planned to uh, England. Yeah. And all of those types of trips have been canceled. Oh, I'm sure. So, like, if yeah. you're just planning on, hey, we're going to the Bahamas this August, that kind of stuff is out. You mean nobody's going to head over to China? <laughs> I guess not. No, I guess not. <laughs> Go over and but, have some, some kung fu flu wonton soup. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's kind of what this study was saying, is despite the fact that a lot of people who had uh, vacations planned they're, they might have might have gotten those vacations canceled. Yeah, but they ain't just gonna sit at home. The good news is, it sounds to me like more Americans are gonna be spending money in America. Yes, so that it'll is cycle great. the the currency a little bit. I'll tell you what, I was watching the news last night, and it's getting scarier and scarier. I, I don't want to get into the darkness of it, but it, they are talking about uh, just like I was talking about at the beginning. The, this Chinese yeah. thing is uh, getting stronger and stronger, and they're. I, they're Going to be held accountable by the whole UN. Oh, like we'll, right see so we'll see what happens. Uh, Jess, let me ask you a question. Are you there? Yes. Okay. Is natural light an Anheuser-Busch product? Yes. Of course, yes. All right. Then we're going to talk about this story. Everybody <laughs> loves Natty. <laughs> Natty Light is giving you a free case of beer for filing your taxes. The kids love it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yep. That'll make me not want to yeah. file my taxes. <laughs> Just because the deadline to file your taxes has been extended does not mean that the process is somehow not still overly complicated and frustrating. Filing by July 15th will be just as horrible as filing in April. You're going to want a beer when you're done with that all. God, even uh, Budweiser so, yeah. can't get rid of Natty Light. <laughs> so here's what's happening. If you file with Tax Act, Natural Light, I don't know what Tax Act is. I'm assuming it's a online thing. But if you file with Tax Act, that's T-A-X-A-C-T, Natural Light is going to hook you up with an entire case of Natty Light, baby. Woo! Woo! Who doesn't want free beer? Uh, what does a case of Natty Light even cost now? Like $11? Well, I'm oh, sure no. like three bucks. Like, no. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, my God. It's getting oh up there. It's almost a, it's like a, it's, yeah, it's a huge thing. It costs you an hour of yeah. work to get that beer. <laughs> oh, let's see. All right. Finally, I'm going to wrap this up with uh, one of my favorite kind of stories. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> always end up here. The more time you quarantine with someone, the more you get to know all about all the little things that they do. You know what In I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a woman recently made a discovery about her boyfriend, posted it up on a very popular website. You might have heard of it. It's called Reddit. Okay. You ever heard of oh, Reddit.com? Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. uh, here is a quote directly from her. She says, and I quote, he refuses to sit on the toilet. He instead insists on taking off his pants and underwear, if not getting entirely naked, and squatting on the toilet seat like Gollum. What? It sounds uh, like huh? doesn't doesn't every woman in a bar do that? It's called uh, the hover maneuver. Oh my god! No, that's not hovering. It's not. You've got to listen again. He puts his feet down on the lid. He puts his feet down on the lid. 
It, he instead insists on taking off his pants and underwear, if not getting entirely naked and squatting on the toilet like Gollum. So he What's, gets up. I wonder why. Do you know what Gollum is? Gollum is the guy from Star Wars, right? No, not Star Wars. He's the guy from uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. The oh. Hobbit. You know, oh, the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gollum. Yeah, yeah. Gollum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he squats. He looks and, like a big mucus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He squats and runs. Okay. So then uh, she says that that actually would be fine if it wouldn't be such a big deal, except that then she goes on to say uh, he'll walk around the house all day with his little toilet seat feet, putting him on the couch, the bed, etc. And I'm being nick. Am I being nitpicky and finding this gross, or is this legitimately disgusting? Wow. So that is the question I put to the jury today. I guess it depends on how clean her toilet seat is, right? I mean, that's Jessica's argument is that the dogs can lick out of the toilet because she cleans it all the time. Oh, that's another question that we can put in front of everyone. Is the dog licking out of the toilet disgusting? I don't know. You know I think that it is. It, get, it, it gets flushed. It all does get flushed. Yeah, but still, there's going to be some clean. mildew there. It's going to get cleaned all the time. Well, then that means that there's some uh, mean, Clorox residue well, residue there. So you got mildew, you got residue, you got no, doo-doo. That no. means it's all gross. Doo-doo is the worst <laughs> one, and uh, that means it's disgusting. Oh, well, okay. the dogs love it, so <laughs> if they're happy, I'm happy, okay? Well, so yeah. wait, hold on. I want to know, honestly, before we go off, who cares about the dogs thing? If you were dating somebody who literally put their feet up on the toilet seat and squatted down to have a dookie, how would you feel about that? About the, Well, I, I get your, your point about putting their feet on the furniture after that and on the chairs. But why? Because the, the toilet seat itself should be fine. It should be clean, right? It should be cleaner right. than the floor. It should be cleaner than the toilet itself and definitely cleaner than the floor because nobody's walking around And at around least he's not it. standing, missing the toilet seat <laughs> or pissing all over the toilet but seat. But what kind of person, Dave, do me a can favor. I, can I make a comment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Both of you. I have seen both of your toilet seats. No, no, no. I sit to pee. <laughs> I sit to pee. You do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I sit the pee. You know why I sit the pee? I'm going to look up uh, Shania Twain. Man, I feel like a woman. I sh no. I I sit to pee because I used to own an RV, and in the bottom of an RV toilet, usually there's no water at the base. It's just a plastic tray. So if you stand to pee, it bounces out of that thing and goes all over the walls and floor. And not the, if you aim at the water. There's no water in the there's RV. There's a little. There's like a little thin little layer of water in the bottom little not disc. A, not enough. Not enough. And well, you can you if you have a good enough poundage, still, you can pound that disc down. It's still lower than most toilets, and then it bounces. I don't want to clean it. I don't, I especially because the worst the worst part about cleaning a toilet is kneeling over it while you're reaching down behind the walls, and your face is right in. You have no. I idea. hate it. Yeah. It, oh, it's it's like, the worst. I always I put much, the top yeah. toilet seat down if I'm going to clean behind the toilet. And you when don't I, do it. I just did it earlier. If you don't remember, I did it for this bathroom. <laughs> Man, hey, hey, no, no domestical <laughs> shit on my podcast. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. So we're getting, we're still getting away from this. I want to know, uh, Jessica, if I, if you walked in on me having a poopy, and I was squatting on the toilet seat, what would you say? If you could do that, you could get up on a disc. <laughs> Are an asshole. <laughs> All right, and that's the break. True story. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Wow. You know, you try to bring a serious talk. So Memorial Day is coming up, and um, we are going to have an amazing guest, actually, Thursday. I've got a guy coming in. His name is John Breen. And he is a buddy of mine that I met up in New Hampshire. Uh, I've, I've got a guy that I used to play hockey with um, who he, th- this guy was kind of my idol growing up. His name is Arnie Bennett. And he has a neighbor, John Breen, that uh, was in the service and he's got some amazing stories. If you've ever seen the movie Black Hawk Down, he is actually one of the guys. We're going to watch it tonight after yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we're going to watch it after the podcast just so I can refresh it. Because we got some freaking good enchiladas yeah we're doing yeah. enchilada tuesday instead of taco tuesday yeah it's gonna be delicious we're gonna watch inch- enchiladas black and black hawk down yeah man it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a good one so uh but john like for memorial day what memorial day is all about the service and and we do mike and i just all of us all appreciate everybody's service that they've given to us to keep this country free and keep us what we have my uh, my uh, grandfather was in the air force during oh yeah. uh i think what i think it was during at least during vietnam possibly no god it had to have been before that Korea. i just remember i remember seeing his pictures of him up in the war in his yeah. Uh, office yeah. yeah a lot of grandfathers Golly, it right makes now, me feel yeah. it makes me sound so horrible i need to go and find out the yeah. history of my own well and, we can, and so it's memorial day and that's what this yeah. is all about it's not just all about partying on the lake and eating hot dogs right but with, you know? by the way we do have the top 10 list of the lake of the best lakes. yeah let's let's check that out now what the so we we looked up the top and i i want to know what this is because yeah i, I've I spent looked this time up. on most of these lakes i was gonna say i looked this up and we want to hear what your opinion of these yeah. lakes are okay uh, so the number 10 best lake to spend some time. Like if you're going to go trip somewhere from Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Wait a minute. Trip. You mean like. No, um, no, no, no. I mean, if you're oh. going to jump in the car, like oh. everybody's talking about, they're doing their summer take plans. A trip. You're not yeah, talking take about people trip. eating yeah. mushrooms on the way to the lake. Uh, number 10 is Lake Geneva in Wisconsin. Have you ever been? Lots of times. So that Dante that you was on the episode a few t- uh, weeks ago uh-huh. is from Lake Geneva. And Lake Geneva is uh, a lot of Chicago money. It, it's the, uh, I think it's the largest southernmost lake oh, nice. in Wisconsin. So Apparently it's, it's, not far, not far from like Chicago. Yeah, it's Madison. half an hour, yeah, mm-hmm. half an hour from from downtown. Maybe an hour yeah. with traffic, but uh, it is a fun lake. It's way overpopulated. There's a tons of bars and restaurants. There's a lot of little boardwalks you can go. But yeah, and it's Wisconsin, right? So it's the beginning of yeah. their summer. They've been oh, freezing man. all winter time. So nice. They're dying to yeah. get out. Uh, Lake Travis, Texas is number nine. Yeah, Lake Travis. So that's near Austin, Texas. And Lake Travis. Oh, I, yeah. now that you say that, yeah. I remember Lake Travis. Yeah. I lived in Austin for six months yeah. and we definitely went out there. And yeah. that is awesome. I think I, just tried, seen... I was like, man, I know Lake Travis. Where do I, where is that? Yeah. Lake that's Travis in the top. In I would say that's in the top five lakes in the country of the most nudity. Dude. Dude, oh yeah, nudity. Yeah, yeah. Austin was one of the best places for water. Anything. Yeah. There was a little place called the uh, Green Belt in Austin, uh, and we would go down there, and it was just a river where, and, and it was just open to the public. There was no gate. You didn't have to check right. in with anyone. We literally parked on the side of the highway and hiked down this like side of a mountain yeah. to get down there, and everybody was just chilling with beers and hanging out, and it was uh, it was amazing. It Austin is, so cool is a, there. And Austin there's a lot is of, an amazing place yeah. for water. Yeah, there's a few campgrounds too. So if you have an RV. Uh, and a boat, you can actually back your RV right up to the lake and you can have the RV within like 50 feet of the lake and your boat's pulled right up on shore. 
Um, and then Lake Travis, I believe, feeds Lake Austin yeah. out of the mm-hmm. dam. And Lake Austin's usually colder because it's feeding out the bottom of Lake Travis. All nice and cold water. And, uh, cool, it, clean cold water. water but yeah. yeah, that's a fun, fun place. Uh, number eight, Lake Coeur d'Alene. De oh, Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. In Idaho. Uh, yeah, Idaho. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I've got uh, a couple of my bi- uh, buddies live up there, uh, Bill and Brady, um, and they have uh, uh, they're reps in the industry for boats, and uh, it's a beautiful place. Really high dollar uh, area, oh. and and oh, and fancy gorgeous. schmancy, yeah, yeah, really, really gorgeous. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of skip over seven and six because they're so famous, everybody knows them. Well, well, what else? Havasu's got to be one of them. Well, number seven is Lake Tahoe in California, yeah. and then number six is Lake Havasu. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Havasu, it's you don't want to skip that one by. Tahoe is just really cold. It's beautiful mountains, but freezing. But Havasu is so unique. I mean, they've got the but London Bridge there. The thing about it is, is that there is that they are um, they are absolutely beautiful lakes. But from what I understand, they're over tourists now because they become so popular. They are. There's way too many. Yeah. They're all too young. I mean, usually for guys not during like the week. Our age, uh, you know, it's like yeah. it's a bunch of fucking. Oh God Almighty! I gotta stop Nana. saying that. Say sorry I'm sorry, Nana. Nana. I'm sorry, Nana. Uh, but there's it's a bunch of college kids, and you know, you and yeah. I wouldn't uh, want to have fun, but we couldn't. Yeah, no, it's no, like, it's who good. are these old guys over here? During, we used to go do uh, videos there a lot, and during the week it was fine, but on the weekends it's packed. Like you get around like the uh, London Bridge, and they yeah. have like a parade. What's cool about the London Bridge is all the boats just dock there. They like beach, and they have like a parade every day of just the boats going through, and that's pretty cool. You might see. Uh, uh, a little bit of nudity there as well. How about uh, Jackson Lake, Wyoming? You know, I haven't spent much time there. I have been there, that, but that's another one that's all picturesque. It's all mountains gotcha. and it's it's gorgeous. But again, it's cold. Here's it's a, cold water. Here's another one in the Midwest, close to my home, Big Hill Lake, Kansas. Oh, in Kansas, yeah. Yeah, that's a number three. Well, and that's Big Hill Lake. It's just easy for a lot of people to get to. It's oh, not okay. very picturesque. There's not a big hill you have to go up. Um, anyone? It's, yeah. Anyone? Right. Anyone? I think Ty Hill anyone? lives near there. He's a buddy of mine. <laughs> that's a fun lake, too. <laughs> uh, number two was Center Hill Lake in Tennessee. Yeah, that's a fun lake. I've been there. In Tennessee, most of the boats are built near there. So uh, there's a lot of boat testing, a lot of photo shoots. Yeah. That gets a lot of attention. Right on. And the number one lake, according to this article... Uh, from Tripping.com, the number one lake to visit during Memorial Day weekend is Lake Isabel, Colorado. Really? Lake Isabel, Colorado, how, yeah. Now, how could they pick that? Lake Winnipesaukee doesn't even make the list, which is well, crazy. You, would you like me to uh, read the little blurb? Yeah, what have? do they got? What do they got? Uh, nestled in the San Isabel National Forest in the Wet Mountains, this 40-acre lake was developed solely for recreational purpose, purposes. And you can find plenty of things to do in this Rocky Mountain paradise. I don't know. You th- okay. I mean, it sounds beautiful. It sounds great, but I mean, as a they, number they, one might just destination. Have a really good, might have a really good uh, writer. It's I don't probably know. the number one destination this year because there's going to be no coronavirus right. there. <laughs> Everybody else is going to be at Havasu. Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, when you go out on the lake, are there like some toys that you usually take? Like, especially if you're having a big party. Like, a, um, you know, I've seen these things where they like do these rollout floaties 
where everybody can lay out on the lake yeah. like it's a rollout floaty. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those are uh, called lily then, pads. Yeah, and then you've got um, the places that will do giant blow-up slides and, and garbage yeah, like that. Yeah, they have like fun yeah. parks and stuff now. A lot of the cable parks will have like a fun inflatable park. Have you seen any crazy on. ones? Do you yeah, know there's one ones? I just saw. It's, it's awesome. It's a, it's a um, remote-controlled crocodile head. A what? Or gator head. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I so want. We one. haven't heard from Jessica in a while. It's just like, just, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's a, it's a little boat remote control alligator head, and oh my god, I am gonna get one and have so much fun with that. I, I'm gonna take it to every lake I go to and just watch. I people. did. I did get uh, for a friend of mine that had a pool. I got him as a housewarming gift. I got him an alligator um, chlorine tab. Thing oh yeah, where you drop it in the thing and it looks it like a gator just head. floating around, yeah. but it's got yeah. the chlorine in it. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Like the one that we saw doing the podcast the other day. Did we see what? When? Remember when we were interviewing at uh, Tanner's and a gator was right behind the boat? Oh yeah, but we that was a real. It was real. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you, so this time of the year, every, well, for 11 years of my life, this is when I would leave for my bus tour, and I put up a photo uh, of uh, the bus, um, one of the last ones that I went on, but I had a horrible Memorial Day uh, episode one time. So you got to remember, when I would leave for my bus tour, I'd be on the road for five months, so I would have to pack up enough stuff to last me, you know, five months on the road, so I'd have the... RV packed with all my stuff. I would have uh, No Fear was my clothing sponsor at the time, so I would do some No Fear shorts. Oh, my God. I used and, to wear No Fear like crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It was a cool name for a while. So, But I had shirts made from them, and they were like concert T-shirts where they would have all my tour dates on the back and where I was stopping. And those sold great. So I'd make a lot of extra money selling that. I'd sell board shorts from the bus. So I'd have to have all the stuff in the bus. I'm full. Sure. And then the boat's full of boards for every different size person I'd have to be pulling in case they didn't have a board. I'd have the wetsuits, the ropes, the... Uh, yeah, and everything. Everything you know, for your school. Everything it was you all need. loaded on. Yeah. Right. And then I'd bring my Harley as well, a Boatmate Trailers, who oh, was my well, sponsor you got, for you years. you got to have that. I mean, you got to well, have a Harley. Well, you did because once that bus was parked, was you, 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 you couldn't move it. You couldn't right. go get groceries or beer or go out anywhere or do anything. So I'd have the Harley with me. So this year, I had been doing the bus tour for probably six years at the time. And this, I was on the third RV. Uh, and the tow ball that I was using was probably about three, two to three seasons in. And you got to imagine, I do, I was going the whole country. I mean, I was going all the way from Florida out to California, up through the Midwest. I mean, I'm logging a ton of miles. And my pin for my tow hitch was actually wallowed out. So oh, every time no. I would stop and start, you'd hear that clunk, clunk, yeah, yeah, clunk, yeah. clunk. Right? That's wearing away and at it's, it. It's yeah. wearing away at the rear end of my bus, and it's wearing away. So I'm like, I got to put a new tow hitch on this thing. I actually had to drill a new hole in the steel because the hole was so wallowed out. Oh, yeah. I drilled a new hole for the I hope your insurance people aren't uh, listening. You did what? Yeah. You drilled your own <laughs> hole? <laughs> right. So then I bought a new hitch. Well, I, I Okay. I didn't drill a new hole in the hitch. The hitch had two spots for holes. Yeah. Or, or the, the, not the hitch, the, um, what you put in there, the, the, the toe ball holder. Yeah. 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 That had two holes where my I actually hitch... know a couple of toe ball holders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're living with one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> So I put the new tow ball and I went to a place here in town and I bought the new tow ball and he's, and he's sold me on a stainless steel ball to put on this 
yeah. on this hitch. So I did, and I said, you know, I'm just going to go home and tighten this up. I said, do me a favor. You guys tighten this up and tighten it to specs and use a torque wrench and everything else. So they did. So I take off, and it's Memorial Day. It's a Monday, Memorial Day, and yeah. I'm, I'm driving from Florida. I'm going up 75, and I'm up to, uh, I'm, I exactly remember, it was Hauser Mill Road. The, I remember this happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going down a hill, and then there was a little bridge I had to go over, which is going over a ravine. So you're downhill to the bridge, and there was a little bump, and then I'm back uphill again, and I'm on cruise control. I'm probably cruising at 65, 70. And all of a sudden, I look in the rear view, and the boat is disconnected from the back of the RV. Oh, God. I know better than to hit the brakes, because if you hit the brakes, oh. If you hit the brakes in this position, you're going to run that back of that trailer or boat right through the back of the RV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way the trailers are designed is when they come off, the, when the chains come tight, they... Uh, they, it's supposed to lock the brakes, right? Yeah, they activate yeah. the surge brakes. Yeah, there's like a, a, a safety chain or whatever right. that says, oh, brakes. Well, yeah, the safety chain pulls the depressor that you normally when you stop and the boat runs into the tow ball, it acts like putting your foot on a brake. Yeah. So the pressure of the of the hitch, uh, the, the latch of the, of the trailer... Right. gets depressed and that applies brakes to the back. Well, this yeah, was yeah, a yeah. this was a triple axle trailer and I had a brake on every axle. So oh, I got right. six brakes back there. Oh, that's good. So I hit the uh, uh, it's off. I'm waiting for the brakes to tighten and only one side's tightening. Oh. So the boat's going bang and there's one chain still hooked up. So so it's still right? con- it's still right. connected. It's still connected the chains but are the, hooked. but it's just off the it's off the, off ball. the ball, yeah. So now it's just swinging from the chains and, you know, it's bouncing off the ground and it's, but the brakes on one side are locking and the, the whole tongue is twisting to my right and bang, bang. And I'm, I'm going probably 50, probably slowing down to 40 at this yeah, time. Yeah, but you got to let off the gas. I'm off least. the gas. Yeah, yeah I am yeah, off yeah. the gas and I'm going uphill, but I had so much inertia and I'm heavy, you know, I'm yeah. the boat. And I mean, look else. at you. <laughs> so all of a sudden this thing, luckily it lets go because I was about to lose control of the bus. I see it in the rear view and the trailer slides down the highway. Mm. And when it, the tongue of the trailer hits the dirt, yeah, it catapults. Oh, I'm sure. And I look in the rear view and my 24-foot Supra, 5,000-pound boat oh. is flying through the air <laughs> over oh, the guardrail. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm on the way to my first stop. It's doing a whirly bird. Oh, my God. <laughs> It ends up in the woods, in a, and, and it was funny because it was a little piece of water that the boat actually landed in, but yeah. destroyed the boat. And then I had just it bought- It didn't land fine? Well, fuck you, Super. What the hell's wrong with your boat? <laughs> it, landed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it landed in water. Coming Come in on. hot. Coming yeah. in hot. What and, about your Harley? And then, oh, my Harley. My oh, God. was it on the back uh, of the yes. thing? Yes. Oh, no. And it's, I had Even just bought worse. it. It was an 03 anniversary Harley. Oh. And it was, it was oh, I love that bike. And it's cartwheeling it, it, violently oh. down the street. Like an evil Knievel crash. Oh, my God. I mean, God. that thing is just bah, ass over tea kettle, banging what down I the street. W- what I wouldn't give to have somebody oh. that was behind you just happen to be videotaping. Oh, well, they must have, they must have been shit in their pants. It was unreal. So then the cop came, and I'm shaking like a leaf. I'm like, I don't. You're know. like, I just lost like my hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah easily, easily a hundred grand worth of product back there. And uh, 
the cop comes up and he's he wanted he's like, I'm gonna give you a ticket. You didn't have your chains hooked up. I'm like the hell I didn't. And we go up to the RV and there's the chains hanging there, oh, broken free. Wow. Um. And but I'm on the road to my first stop. I've got 25 stops booked and I got no boat now. Oh my god. So luckily I was on my way to Chattanooga. Um, the guy that I, I that was there I was doing the clinic. I had to leave everything. I had to leave yeah. the boat. Leave you got to leave it behind. I, I had and to let leave the behind. insurance take care of it. Yeah. You're gonna haul a tow, haul tow out truck of out of there, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I went up to the first stop and they let me use their boat. And luckily, from Chattanooga, my sponsor at the time was Supra, so Supra and Moomba, which is Skier's Choice. And I went up there and I said, guys. We need a boat. We need a boat now. Yeah. And that's when they're delivering everything. So there wasn't like a readily available boat. Yeah. They yeah. had one in the back lot that had a broken stringer. Uh, but the boat ran. It just had a broken stringer. So okay. the boat did not like to steer straight. Oh, I and I had to use this boat all summer long. You should make a bunch of fucking S curves oh, and be like, look, I'm, I'm showing off around here. <laughs> my left arm was, uh, well, you got to keep it straight when people are wakeboarding. Oh, so to yeah, keep that yeah. boat straight all summer long, my left arm was three times the size of my right uh, one by the end of the summer. But uh, but you got yeah. through it. Uh, we did. I actually didn't miss a stop. I got all the way through that tour and didn't miss a stop. And we got it all done. And thank God for, for Skier's Choice and Rick Tinker and Brad Denning and... Uh, and Matt wow. Brown that helped me get that thing done. But yeah, we, we did get it done. What a story. It was crazy. It Unbelievable. was crazy. So I want to, before we finish this episode, I want to give a quick review of a few toys that I, I was looking at the internet and I saw a cute uh, fun toys that looked like they'd be fun this summer. Um, the first one, I, it's not a new one. Everybody's heard of it, but it's the Slingshot Hover Glide Wake Foil. So this is like a surfboard with a foil on it, like a hydrofoil. And they're a lot of fun. I, I went on one last summer. It's really hard to try to surf right behind the boat. Your best bet is to go to the second set of rollers. And it doesn't take much to get pushed by one of these. Once you learn how to ride with a board off the water and the foil balanced, you get pushed pretty easy on this. And, and they're a lot of fun. And they start at about $1,700. Jesus. Uh, yeah, 1700 yeah, God they're, almighty. They're, they're get the hell out of cheap. here. I don't want to. They're not cheap. But. But the, hey, listen. If you're if you're driving around a brand new towboat, that's a yeah. that's a drop yeah. in a bucket. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but you only need like 15 miles an hour to do it. So you really don't even need a ski little, boat. The, where's the little yeah. like uh, super soaker? That's what I need. That's yeah, my water so, toy. There's other things in here. So there, there's the other one that I found looks kind of fun, and this would be more of an ocean deal, or if you have a real clear lake. But it's called the Yamaha RDS 250 underwater sea scooter. And this thing is Dude, something I've put, seen those. Yeah, these, those are awesome. These are fun. It's like a little um, motor that you hold on to with a prop on it. And it just pulls you around underwater. So they're really good if you're going to go reef diving or, you know, something like that. Have you seen the new motorized surfboards? Yeah, I'm going to get to that too. Dude. So that's in here. Dude. So I, those yeah. are so they are badass. They are fun. These these Yamahas they they go from about 150 bucks for the entry levels which are going to be good for like kids and stuff and then they go all the way up to like 2000 bucks. But uh you got to check those out. They're pretty good. The Yamaha RDS250 underwater sea scooter. So then uh here it is. This is um Oh, well, this is a dive system. This is a Nemo dive system, a Blue 3 Nemo dive system. What it looks like to me is an Aqualung. It's something that stays on the top of the water, but it has a hose that you can go dive down, and the thing will follow you around on the lake. And that thing's priced pretty good. It looked like you could get one of those for about 450 bucks, 
and I don't know the depth. It looks oh, 10 feet. You can go up to about 10 feet below the surface uh, with this hose, and it, you can breathe freely with it and stay down as long as you want. I love hose that can breathe freely. You got to love those. So, uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and the last one is here we go. This is the one that you want to see. It's the Jet Surf Adventure DFI. That thing is And this bad thing is ass. pretty cool. I actually. I saw one two years ago that was a prototype that was from Russia. I don't know who's making this one. I guess Jet Surf Adventure, because that's what I said. But it's basically, it's the size of a... Surfboard. It's a surfboard. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little small bit smaller. Sur- yeah, it's, it's a like small between, surfboard. Between a wakeboard and a surfboard. Yeah. But, but it's... Um, it's actually got a whole motor and everything right in it. In so it. It's like a jet ski, but you stand, you stand on, on it, it like a surfboard. Exactly. And there's some really cool videos of it out there. And I think it's all electric, if I'm not mistaken. It's some not, of them are. There's there's a couple that are gas. Oh, there's a couple that are gas, and there's a couple that are electric. This this one happens to go um, up to 15 to 18 miles an hour. Which is all you need. I mean, if you're yep. going to be standing on an unpooled board... It's just you riding across. Imagine, I literally from where you lived, go over to Mayhan's house. Right on on one of those. Yeah, take you a couple of minutes. Uh, right at fifteen miles an hour is top speed. You'd probably cruise at eight or nine. You'd be over there in a couple of minutes. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it it is amazing. Yeah, these, I think the technology behind it is what is so cool. It is really cool. It is really cool, and it looks like a lot of fun. And they do, they have a six inch profile. Uh, this one has a 0.74 gallon fuel tank. Uh, and then there is an electric one. The, okay. the electric one is the whole weight is 44 pounds, uh, 44 pounds for a motor, for that's, a motor, a motor for, prop, yeah, that's yeah, everything awesome. you can drive around on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, it has a lithium ion battery promotes about 150 starts or three hours of continuous riding. Boom. And it'll recharge in Done. 45 minutes with a 12 volt plug. Wow. So yeah, you can have a lot of fun with that, and uh, you, could, you, you could probably it. even break something on it. There you go. I dare anybody to not have a good time this Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, as I say, on next episode, we are going to have on John Breen for Memorial Day to celebrate uh, he the things he has done to uh, help us be free in this country are going to blow your mind. Uh, I, uh, I think it's super cool that we're going to be doing a, uh, a Memorial Day episode. That's good. Like today, we talked about all the fun. Next time, we're going to talk about what it's actually all what about. It's actually about yep. what's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so be make fun. sure you stay tuned for that. Yeah. So uh, please go on Patreon. As we said before, we need more members. We're um, we're just getting by with this thing right now. We, uh, we're actually spending more than we're we're getting. So we could really use some more help on Patreon. And the episodes are fun. We're going to try to continue taking them live to the water. It's only two bucks a month, so uh, you know, you're welcome to do more. And as Mike said earlier, we will show you some love for your company or your product um, if you want to get on there and help us out with this podcast. Uh, a huge shout out to the mega hottie in the room. Oh, we're oh, back. Oh, yeah, Buster, it was nice of you to be oh, here. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, Jess. I appreciate you. And uh, Jess works for Anheuser-Busch. Make sure you go out there and drink Anheuser-Busch product. Woo-hoo! Yeah, because that makes her happy. And on behalf of Mike Lee, I am Dave Briscoe. Thank you, everybody. Love you very much. And thanks for listening to The Outside Edge.